Welcome to The Deciders with Renee Frazier. This is Renee Frazier, the founder and CEO of Frazier Communications, the leading woman-owned and woman-led advertising and communications firm in Southern California. At Frazier, we specialize in changing behaviors to positively impact our society and growing brands. We do this in order to make the world a better place, knowing communications are great tools for people to strengthen their relationships, engage in positive behaviors, and to give back to our community. On the show, we feature leaders and change agents who are doing just that, giving back to the community, offering counsel, advice, and insights, particularly in these very difficult times, insights that can impact your business and your personal life. These days, we are all faced with very tough decisions related to COVID-19. People are losing loved ones, being asked to stay at home, shelter in place, Uh, no travel, no family get-togethers, especially as we move into the holidays. And here we are very close to the holidays, having just finished Hanukkah and moving into Christmas and New Year's. People are being asked to uh, forego family get-togethers. And then, of course, we have terrible situations of food insecurity and financial insecurity. It's a lot to bear, and especially at this time of the year. But today, we're going to take a look at how to battle COVID-19 fatigue. Some of the simple things we can do, and we can all do them, to avoid the emotional toil of this pandemic. My guest today is Jeff Baiecho, the COO and co-founder of Enjoy Global. Enjoy Global is a company that uses technology to make positive change in both executive coaching and personal development. We have used Enjoy Global at my company, Frazier Communications, to lift up people's spirits, to hold challenges as we complement each other and show gratitude to each other, as we collaborate, as we practice generosity with each other. And it's truly made a difference in the employees' lives. It's a scientific program that helps you get better productivity and more importantly, a strong, strong, positive culture and appreciation of each other. Because fundamentally, that's what's so key to running a business, people caring about each other. Jeff is uh, also uh, a, a co- his expert in co- executive coaching and personal development. And he's going to give us some terrific insights today as we face the holiday period. Jeff, you say that we all feel better when we're in a positive state, and we all have the power to make that choice. Welcome to the Deciders, Jeff. So great to be here, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. Let's take a look at why you say the power is in a positive state. What kind of power is that? You know, um, as humans, I think we all uh, have had the experience where someone walks into a room and they're just, you know, they have a little spring in their step. They're a little bit upbeat. There's just something about them that that just makes us feel better. So there's, I think we know that. And and the same is true in the other way that someone can come in the room and they have a, a negative attitude and just, and they can bring the entire energy of the room down. I think we know that um, we've all felt that. And so what we're speaking about is that we have, that there is something about us that we can choose into and a state that we bring with us, uh, regardless of what's happening uh, in the outside world. And this is one of the greatest gifts humans have is our ability to choose our experience independent of what's happening in the outer world. You know, that's an interesting idea. You can create a mindset in your mind 
And of course, we we know that from mindfulness training as well. But it's it's the brain changes. I mean, there literally is something that changes in the chemistry of the brain. Uh, somebody just asked us, is it good to be an optimist? And it could be a down or a positive. But you're saying it's a positive. What what is what happens in the brain state, the neuroscience? Yeah, beautiful. So, you know, the, there's an entire field. I mean, obviously, neuroscience is looking at this quite a bit and positive psychology as well. And what I love about positive psychology, which is really the science studying um, what happens when we're in a positive state of mind versus in a negative or neutral state. And again, what I love about it is that we, we all intuitively know that we're better when we're in a when we're in a good state of mind, when we're in a positive state of mind, we're more creative, we have more energy, we're more patient, we're better, uh, we make better decisions, we're better friends, better partners. Um, so we all know that intuitively, we've all experienced that, but the science shows just how much better we are when we're in a positive state. And it's not a little bit, we are, we are um, exponentially better uh, at everything when we're in a positive state of mind versus negative. And what happens is um, when we're in a positive state of mind, all of our learning centers turn on. Uh, we literally light up. Uh, if you looked at a brain scan, the entire brain lights up when we're in a positive state of mind. So we have access to just much more. Um, so we're more. So we have access to more creativity, more. Uh, you know, we have more energy flowing up there, more ideas, and and just more resourcefulness. So that is fact. Um, how do we how do we get into that positive state of mind? What are the yeah. little bit of the tactics people can use? And this is the best news. This is the best news because working with neuroscientists, they found that there's simple but powerful exercises that no matter where we are on the continuum, we can all move. Uh, we can all learn to move ourselves into a more positive state more frequently and stay there longer. And some of those simple things we've heard a lot about. Um, so one of them is is gratitude. And but very specifically, I want to you know, you hear a lot about being more grateful or practicing gratitude. Here's a key on in, in terms of doing it starting today that we find very helpful is if you think about one thing that you're grateful for that happened today, it really changes the focus versus um, what are you grateful for, which we can often say my family or my health or, you know, big things. And pretty soon, if we do that a few days in a row, we can kind of just go through the motions. But when you're at, when you ask yourself, what's one thing that happened today that you're grateful for, it focuses um, on a real thing. You have to start thinking about it and your brain starts scanning your day to find something. When you give your brain a challenge, it starts, it goes in search of, a, of an answer. And that's why that's a, it's, it's such a good question, because if you give the brain um, something positive to look for, that is what it'll focus on. And you will start reaping the benefits of, of that scan versus, you know, versus the other side is equally true. Right. Right. And I'm afraid the other side of the equation is more common. Right. We listen to the news. We hear sad stories. We're bombarded with it. So you're saying think of very specific and they can be small things. That you're that you're grateful for a moment, a comment, a question. Uh, you know, then my nine year old came to me and talked to me today and had to enter break from school and asked me how my night was in my day and had some specific mm -hmm. thoughts for me about her day. And I'm really grateful for just that moment of conversation with her. It's so true. And the smaller, the better, because it starts to bring our awareness to the things we so easily take for granted most of the time. Um, whether it's the, you know, the warmth of our morning tea or, uh, you know, the view we have outside our window or the people we have in our, uh, you know, a conversation we have with a loved one, like that particular conversation that we had and how they said something nice or gave us a hug. Those little small things really start to change our experience 
Um, and it is, it's one of those that if you think it sounds small, just try it, like just try it and see what your own experience is. I love that idea. And now we're, we're in the holiday period, very tough times. What could people do in the holidays? How can they show that appreciation? How, how can they express it and not feel too corny? You know, authenticity is never corny. So I think one of the things um, that, you know, we are realizing um, in, in a year like this where so much that we never could have imagined has happened um, is saying something from our heart. And I think, you know, the holidays open that door. So we might not be able to be in person with our loved ones. Um, you know, a lot of us have have had to cancel uh, travel plans or are, are not going to be able to be with uh, in person the people we want to. But, you know, Zoom is now a word that we all use. It's not the same. But if we send a card, if we send an email, if we make a phone call, if we are on Zoom and our intention is to share what we want to actually share, which is I miss you. I love you. You mean a lot to me. Those kind of things, saying those. I don't find that corny. I find it like this is an opportunity where we really do need to realize it. We might, we're not sure when we're going to see each other again. This is such a weird circumstance that don't wait to say the meaningful things that are really on our heart. And that is where we deeply connect. Uh, even, even um, if we're not physically present with each other. I love that idea of, uh, you know, being authentic. And I think uh, these times have caused all of us to be more self-reflective and, mm-hmm. and, Certainly no one wants to to have it end and not have said something right to a person. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, there's the old stage, you know, that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Well, all those things. But it's it's truly uh, uh, a, a part of who you are as a human being and sharing those moments. Now, now is the time more than ever. And one of the things about Enjoy Global that I'm very uh, uh, fond of, as I mentioned, are the apps that you've developed. And I think you have a, an app people can access for free that actually provides ways for them to find this happiness in their lives and practice some of this. Could you share that with us? Absolutely. So um, we took all the best, uh, the latest in neuroscience and positive psychology, and we put it in, into a simple app. It's called Enjoy Daily, a self-care game. So Enjoy is I-N-J-O-Y, Enjoy Daily, a self-care game. And it's just a, a little bit of inspiration, um, a little bit of intention, a little bit of reflection, and it's a community doing it together. So several of those simple but powerful techniques that we've learned from neuroscience that really help us uh, move into a more positive state and stay there longer. It's all part of it. You get points for everything you do. You play as a, it's just, we want it to be playful. So you're not competing against other people. You're just, um, you know, there's a little bit of dopamine that happens when we have progress and points and things. So we wanted to trick the brain uh, into feeling like we're playing something because sometimes self-care, uh, not a lot of us are great at self-care. And so we, we thought the idea, like sometimes we feel that it's selfish to put ourselves first. Um, I think a lot of people put self-care just lower on the to-do list and, and then therefore sometimes miss it. But it's really important that we are filling ourselves up first. And the way that we can do that simply is to have some support and a community behind uh, behind us who are all sharing um, what they're grateful for, uh, the small wins that they're having each day, sharing pictures, all those kind of things. It's it's one of the most positive places I've ever seen on, on the internet. So it's everyone, it's free um, and it's free. And I'll tell everybody here, what, there's an aspect of it. There's certain things that are free, but if you put in, um, and we'll put this in the show notes or wherever, um, enjoy more, 
uh, also is the code to unlock all of the features. There's some that are always free and some that are in a premium, but enjoy more, I-N-J-O-Y more. We'll unlock all of them. And then there's some tips from coaches and there's a couple of community features. So all of that just free for the audience. I just uh, really hope that people enjoy it and, um, and can use it uh, to support them the reason for the season, um, you know, this year. That is really terrific. It is truly a gift for our audience. I mentioned in social media, that's what this show would be about. And I truly appreciate the idea of more because that means they can access the premium content, which is wonderful. I think that uh, apps like this are an important part of our daily routine. And you've got to, we, we get so accustomed to, uh, social media and obviously a lot of content coming at us through various sources. It, you have to do it for yourself, something else, right? An app that gives you happiness and, and rewires your brain, as you said. So right. the app can be found in the app store at enjoy daily, right? And it can be downloaded for free. I recommend they put in the offer for the uh, premium version and uh, even the small cost is not bad. It's also a nice gift to give other people a gift of happiness, a chance for them to use an app to make themselves more positive, especially in these difficult times. I think, you know, one happiness habit at a time is, is, is a great phrase that you use, Jeff. I, when I, and when I have experienced and used the app, and we've used it inside the company, I see sometimes a discomfort on some people's part for showing gratitude. Uh, a little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of uh, uncertainty uh, in getting emotional. I have to say it's a little more often with the men than it is with the women. Can you talk about that, Jeff? Have you seen that in your work? A, a little bit. Uh, you know, um, I think on our side, we're definitely attracting a crowd that's more open to it um, in general, both male and female. But I do think that, that it, it is um, more likely that men are going to uh, you know, have, have some reservations. Women are just better uh, in general, uh, probably over across the board, but in, in but specifically um, when it comes to being more open, um, sharing how they're feeling and, and things like that. But gratitude really like being grateful is a, is a really great quality of a parent, of a leader of, you know, this is not a, a quality of, you know, this is, this should not be seen as an emo, you know, even as a vulnerability. So I think people just need a little practice um, and one of the cool things about being on a communal app where people are sharing what they're grateful for is you start to see that there's a whole wide variety. It doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be uh, a big deal. You start seeing like hundreds of different people sharing, you know, little things. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm grateful for that, too. And then you start to have a little bit more confidence. You start to feel safer. You know, again, that this community is really just about promoting positivity and and supporting each other. And all of that goes into it. So wherever we are, male or female on the continuum of, of feeling comfortable sharing, you know, you take your time. Some of the things, you know, you don't have to share publicly, like some, the, the daily, there's a little daily in, inspiration. So every morning at uh, 8 a.m., wherever you live, um, a little note comes, it just tells you you're awesome. And if you'd like a little inspiration to click here, and it opens up a, an inspirational thought or quote for the day. And that's just for you personally. And there's a little personal journal. So there's some things, these little simple um, exercises that you can do personally. And if you're not as comfortable sharing, and then what we typically see is that as people start to feel better, they want to, they, they do want to naturally share more. Which is great. I think yeah. you're right. You get in the habit, as you said, a happiness habit and a, and a sharing habit. Let's talk a little bit about how it works inside of companies, because uh, 
I know you've worked with companies over the years and been able to make me uh, measure culture change. I mentioned in my own company, I see this happening. Tell us about your experience with people at work and, and how it changes the dynamic when, especially when it comes from the top of the organization. Absolutely. You know, I think anyone who's been in, in self-help or personal development uh, in any way, we all realize that mindset is really crucial for our success. Um, in fact, you know, the studies show that um, they're able to predict our, our career success and it comes down only 25% of our long-term career success comes down to what we know. The other 75% falls under what we consider culture. It's, it's our attitude and optimism level. It's how we build and maintain long-term relationships. And it's how we deal with stress. Do we see it as a challenge or as a threat? And so we use our platform to create 30-day challenges to build muscles around a company's values or around team building or around communication or customer service. It doesn't really matter whatever's important to the organization at the time. But the way that the challenges work is they build those muscles uh, for people to have a positive mindset uh, and to practice a new behavior. Um, I love in your opening too, you know, Frazier's really built around helping uh, change behaviors for the positive, like your entire organization. And that's what we're up to as well. We know that to really create change, people have to do something different. So we make it easy and fun, as fun as we can for people to try something new that we already know will move the needle uh, for their own personal growth, for the, for the success and, and productivity of the company. And we, we umbrella that all under the, um, the name culture, because if, if people are bringing their very best to their organization, the organization thrives as well as the individual. You're right. I think that culture is um, it's an important part of being a strong leader and making the company thrive. And it's changed. You know, I grew up in an environment that was very male dominated and uh, learned that you had to be definitive and you had to be clear and uh, you had to get input from others. But the buck stops with you. I mean, there were a lot of adages I could use. Uh, that people over 40 would relate to. In today's environment, I find it's much more important to be collaborative, to listen, to be willing to share emotions and vulnerability, and to be able to lead with how much you care about an issue or a passion, whether it's the company objective, the products you're developing, the service you deliver. Speaking openly about those values is so important and it means you have to be open about who you are and then of course live those values but your app helps people do that inside the company right it reminds them of the values and then not just the idea on a wall but the actions that it takes that's exactly it and if and all great leaders again know that they have a huge influence in their organization um but i think we've reached a time and thankfully again a lot of um, you know, a lot of you kind of paved the way in terms of the old regime, but you brought compassion in, even though like you had to deal with a lot of those old adages. But today, the, the millennials and the Gen Zers, they're demanding as a workforce to be more purpose driven and to be uh, more mission driven, more values driven. Like that's what's important to that entire demographic. So leaders who have naturally been doing this have always seen positive results. But now what's so great with technology is we can actually democratize that and systemize it so an entire organization can get on the same page and practice a value instead of, like you said, it just being a nice um, you know, poster on the wall. These are the things we stand for. This can actually be something that everybody tries to implement on a daily basis. And as they do that, as we do that as, a, as an organization, 
the, the cumulative effect is powerful. And when that starts from the top saying you can, not only do I say that this is important, but you can watch me, I'm going to lead by example. Well, I mean, that, that changes, that can change things on, on a dime, right? The entire organization can feel like, wow, we really do stand for this. And, and uh, you know, my boss or the leader or the CEO, they, she or he is, is also doing this. Now I get to live out my values in the organization. There's an expectation. There's, we, we really do feel better and more purpose-driven when we're um, working based on values versus, on, versus just like a financial end. And the, That's and the, true. And the, That's great, true. the great thing is, is we're not ignoring finances. All the studies and all the research show that this is good for business. Like this improves the bottom line. And it also improves retention. It also improves communication. So it's there's it's not a win loss. This is only win win across the board. Uh, and now there's a way to systemize it and democratize it across your organization uh, using technology. I, I love it. I think it's a great way to systematize it, and as you're saying, reward it regularly. I have to say though, in in an organization, I think there's there are going to be holdouts. Uh, there are going to be people who just don't want to play, don't feel the need for it. I'll say it this way, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but they're in it for the money. I get a salary. I want an increase. I, I'm supposed to do my job and, and leave me alone related to my emotions. They're more guarded. This is a minority, I suspect. But have you run into this, Jeff? Absolutely. I, I mean, this is the idea of trying to get 100% of a group ever to do or be on board with something is a very tall task. What we're seeing is that certainly in group dynamics, um, you only need a certain percentage of a group to start behaving in a different direction to influence the outcome for the entire group. And so, one, that's encouraging because if you get um, even it doesn't even have to be a majority. They've shown in studies as low as 22 percent of an organization behaving in a new way can move the needle for the entire organization. When you start to get to 50, 60 percent, it moves uh, gigantically. And those holdouts one of two things happens. Either uh, they they remove themselves, like they this is no longer something that feels comfortable and they naturally uh, choose out of the situation, allowing for room for more people who are bought in, or they they start to trust it and they start to open up and they start to let down their defenses and then more of them shows up. And, and that is actually much more fulfilling. So whether people have been taught that at work is, you know, no emotions and only part of me and I only show up this way, or if they're just not trusting, they've been burned before, whatever the case is, when they start to see that this is how this organization works, uh, a lot of them do drop their guard and uh, over time really start to be very excited and very, um, very, you know, just more of them shows up and, and become, uh, you know, flag bearers for the program, for the culture it, program. It, it wears them down somehow. Yeah, it wears them down <laughs> in a good way. It wears them down. Uh, they come closer and they be and they they come closer to it, which is wonderful. Uh, a couple of last words about kindness, the power of acts of kindness. Tell us about that and why that's also an important challenge. Yep. You know, I, recently we were talking and a lot of us look at the things in the world that are happening and they're like, they're such big problems. They're so big. How could I possibly make a difference? And then when we think of the, me of the moments that are most meaning for, uh, meaningful for us, it's often something small like uh, your daughter, granddaughter, someone, you know, sharing a, a conversation. Um, you know, it's little things. And so what we've realized is doing something, doing a big thing is having a lot of, a lot of people do a bunch of little things. Right. And, they add up. They add, they, up. they add up and we can all, and it's so empowering because we can all be kind, no matter, no matter our, our financial status, our educational status, everyone today 
could do something kind for someone that they care about or someone they don't know. It doesn't even matter. Like that's, it's so possible to, to increase the amount of kindness that's out there. And that is, again, kindness is one of those things. It feels good for the receiver and the giver. And so we're just, we, we've seen huge results from just practicing something like, you know, consciously choosing to be, to, to do one act of kindness. Maybe it's a random act of kindness. Maybe it's a very specific and deliberate act uh, with, you know, towards someone we know, but kindness is a beautiful way to connect with people. And it's something our world, especially uh, in this day and age, like we could all use just a little touch of kindness um, that would go a long way. Thank you, Jeff. Great advice. That was Jeff Baicho, the co-founder of uh, Enjoy. And I want to remind everyone that they can go to the App Store and for free download the uh, Enjoy Daily, I-N-J-O-Y Daily, a wonderful app to practice happiness. And we'll put in the show notes the way you can get the free premium version. Please try it. Even if you try it for a week, you'll see how it changes your life and your outlook. And in this day and age, we need to take more control over how we feel because the bad news is coming at us moment by moment. So let's put the positive in our lives with kindness and happiness and sharing how much we're grateful for people around us. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been a production of Fraser Communications. We're a full service advertising and communications firm trying to put goodness back into the world through communications. You can contact us at FraserCommunications.com to learn more. And also you can hear our podcast at FraserCommunications.com. I hope you have a safe week ahead. Please be sure to practice social distancing, mask wearing. And unfortunately, we have to forgo a lot of those social gatherings. But we will return to a life of more sharing and less social distancing as vaccines come into our lives. Have a good week ahead. This is Renee Frazier. Thank you for listening.